0: everybody. Welcome to this week's podcast on optimizing your brain. Mm -hmm. So this, we, I love the brain stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, I know we've done a whole bunch of talks on this before, but um, there's a, there's definitely a lot to learn. There is. About what is going on in this brain. So we're excited to be offering this to everyone today. Mm -hmm. Um, So how was our week this week? How was our our breathe, eat, move, sleep week?
1: Um, breathe. What do you think? How are you? <laughs> well,
0: I like to. I mean, I like to do, get up, do my. You know, try to get up and do my meditation. But, you know, I notice we've been a little busier than normal lately. So I'm, I'm probably maybe sixty percent, out of the week of getting up and being still. Mm-hmm. But it's forcing me to find it other places. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Different ways of finding, this slowness you know relaxation physically mentally emotionally right
1: well and we talk a lot about starting with stillness and then concentration i think obviously shifting my my job where this is like a focus and i talk with every patient about breathing move sleep it's made me more conscious about my own breathing and um, so it's made it easier for me because i've purposefully built it in and pausing more so that it's been good
0: yeah and I know our eating, we're definitely, I mean, we've always been big on ve- the veggie stuff anyway, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we try to get whatever the fruit in the morning it seems like, and then salads, or I think for every dinner, we've got some kind mm-hmm. of cooked veggies. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a, Thanks is a to Green Bean
1: Delivery, that has been our saving grace. I think we've been so busy to get to the grocery, um, so I know yeah. we talked about this. It would be really cool if we could get a hold of them. If people don't know about it, to talk about it, yeah. it's a delivery service that comes to us, but it's they on bring my to-do fresh list. veggies and add it to your to-do list. No, it <laughs> it's on on is there. on there. Okay, yeah. I do think that would be nice. To they're local.
0: Yep, and then we also this last week we batched our kombucha. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's three Mm -hmm. gallons. Um, And I mean, that whole process, absolutely. We'll do a whole podcast probably Mm -hmm. on that one. Uh, But that is Mm -hmm. so much fun. Mm -hmm. And it's good for why would we even drink it, Amy? What's it do?
1: Well, we can spend a whole podcast on that. Well, no, but just at a high level. It's so good. It has like healthy bacteria. um, So it helps with your gut health and your pH and your digestion. good. good so many good the things, good uh, bacteria. The, good bacteria. Mm-hmm.
0: the moves up, I think we've been um, pretty halfway decent mm-hmm. at that, um, mm-hmm. getting in, whether it be uh, our Chloe Ting, um, you know, yoga, stretching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are training for the Hilly 100. You've had me
1: out biking a lot more. Uh,
0: and Jacob behind the cameras there is going to do it with <laughs> us, and uh, we'll see if we can get some more takers on that. Uh, but that's a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's October 8th, 9th, 10th, something like that. The beginning
1: of October. Mm-hmm. So,
0: and then the sleep stuff, the, uh, we've kind of redone the bed. We've got a foam mattress there that helps our shoulders. Both our shoulders were yeah. hurting, but I think we're better now.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm, that's helped better, a lot. Seems- and my pillow. and mm, It's been a little struggle since my surgery a year and a half ago, but that is definitely something I'm focusing on to get better sleep.
0: So if we're optimizing uh, brain health, um, let's share maybe some statistics uh, that I know we looked up on um, the prevalence of the incidence of, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe Mm -hmm. not so good brain health.
1: And this topic really came about because when you stop, when I stop and think about as a physician what I'm seeing every day, I mean, we think of brain health it can be anything from true medical conditions anxiety depression um, alzheimer's dementia adhd but the symptoms are so prevalent as well mm-hmm. um, our brain is so complex our brain what do they say we have like a hundred billion brain cells That's in there, and a it handful. takes my gosh over a hundred chemicals just have to be like Dumped and and, in balance for us to have a normal when I think a hundred
0: billion (laughs) cells because we were looking this up there are this is really talking about the neurotransmitters Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right so Mm -hmm. there's um, there's the actual formation of the brain and then you have all the chemicals within it right I mean so it's kind of interesting how Mm -hmm. uh, how it breaks down um
1: well to say the least it is complex (laughs) it's very complex (laughs) and with these podcasts we are doing these to help um you know obviously our members but we really do have a drive i think to just help raise community awareness that we've been as we've been talking about and and mental health issues have they're very prominent in our community um of all ages. I mean, we see it in kids, we see it in adults, we see it in geriatrics. I think we've seen through the pandemic that unfortunately, numbers escalated a lot. Um, One in five adults suffer from a diagnosable disorder such as major depression, anxiety, bipolar, schizophrenia, obsessive compulsive. Um, And you
0: see this, I mean, the four, what we saw, and this was all National National Institute of Health Mm -hmm. uh, statistics uh but the four leading causes they had were major depression Mm -hmm. bipolar disorder schizophrenia Mm -hmm. and obsessive compulsive disorder Mm -hmm. or uh, ocd
1: and then when we look at the youth one in five young people Mm. are affected by mental health problems two-thirds of all young people with mental health problems are not receiving the help they need um i think part of that is people are we still stigmatize uh, mental health issues and We need to get across that this is not a character flaw. Again, these 100 billion cells, these 100 chemicals, all of this, this is so complex. And we're going to talk today, a lot of our podcast is about helping people be proactive on things we can do as preventatively, or if you are feeling symptoms and things that we're talking about, what you can do to maybe help rebalance chemicals. So we really... Right,
0: and I like that you said character um, flaw, because if you've lived as long as we have into your fifties mm-hmm. right you've had at some point uh the brain not working as good as it probably could mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so you know to let all the listeners know that if you've lived life long enough there's going to be um you're going to get out of balance at some point it's just going to happen and the point is how one become conscious of it and mm-hmm. then two how do you get mm-hmm. back to balance or mm-hmm. You know, and I know these are things that you do on a daily basis, right? Um, I don't think you go through a day uh, of either talking to people or or working with people that there's not some kind of opportunity to to get a patient back into balance. It's Mm -hmm, just it's mm -hmm. all of us, really.
1: Well, and we said one in five um, adults suffer from something, and and I think they even said like one in five office visits are for some behavioral health condition. But if you think about Brain health—not just a diagnosable condition—but people come in, and this is daily. This is almost every patient or every other patient. They're they're saying, "I'm my memory's not what it used to All be. Right. I'm having trouble focusing. Brain fog. Um, brain fog. I'm anxious. I'm waking up my mind. Paranaly. I can't shut my mind off, um, or I just feel blah. I don't have any motivation. I mean, there are symptoms, brain symptoms that. I imagine all of us deal with throughout the week sometimes, and it's so there are so many things, especially lifestyle, and that's what we really want to focus on. Is there are so many things you can do that can help your brain, and so many things that can hurt your brain. Right. And so, using our four pillars, you know, we know that there are definitely some great things that we can do. But um, I guess first, though, we wanted to really talk more about the anatomy of the brain. Yes.
0: So, um, and if, if you think about evolution, um, and this was uh, Paul McLean and the triune brain. Uh, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, so this is, and he was, he was an MD, neuroscience, um, and kind of, I think everybody that is in that field recognizes that name. But he, he broke it down into three um, parts of the brain. You had the lizard brain. Um, and so this is our brain stem, the cerebellum. Um, then you had the mammal brain. This is when the limbic system came mm-hmm. and was is, had evolved into uh, on top of the brain stem, and then after that, the neocortex. And so if you look at it, the lizard brain is the one that helps us with the fight, the mm-hmm. flight, mm-hmm. or the freeze, right? So <laughs> I know sometimes here, I've told you recently, um, I was like, "Oh my God, I'm not breathing." <laughs> so that's the freeze response. I mean, if I'm stressing, mm-hmm. um, then you know maybe it's not breathing. Breath. You might, you might <laughs> all notice uh, mm-hmm. this at some point. But that's what the lizard brain is doing. Mm-hmm. And this is our autopilot. This goes back millions of years in evolution, right? This is um, at the essence of all of us. And 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 if you ever get to the point of like, "Why did I do that?" It was probably the lizard brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that caused uh, a lot of that. So the mammal brain then is the limbic system, and this is our emotions, our memories, habits. Um, and this is also where we started to develop um, like decision-making and that mm-hmm, kind of stuff. More complex. And then, then, then we went on into the human brain, as we have now. Uh, And that's the neocortex. That's most, when we think of the brain, that's the neocortex piece, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, All the folds and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, and this is the language, abstract thought, imagination, reason, rationalization. But it's also where we see our consciousness. And I think this is so important to recognize. If Mm -hmm. we're asking people to change habits, Mm -hmm. it probably happens at the conscious level. Uh, in the absence of that, you're just going to go right back into that autopilot lizard brain and it loves sugar. It loves all this stuff to keep us alive, right? Very powerful. And so as we, as we take people along this journey of optimal living, um, it will be the ones that are going to be the most successful are the ones that will find a way to become more conscious within our day. And I think it's difficult for any of us to hold that state for very long. It's just, it's a lot of work one. Mm -hmm. I think you got to be, you got to be conscious of it. (laughs) And, and most of us, a lot of times through our day are just on autopilot. You know, where did the day go? Right. Um, We're reacting
1: and and responding to everything that's being thrown at us. Yep.
0: So, and if the more stressed we are, it, um, the more we generally will stay in that state unless we are heavily practiced mm-hmm. into staying conscious mm-hmm. and being conscious as, as a human. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of the evolution of the brain, mm-hmm. lizard brain, right, the mammal brain, and then the human brain. And we're trying to, with OptiLive Medical, get people to stay in the human brain <laughs> consciously exist in this world as as much as possible.
1: Well, if you look back at that, like to talk even more about what happens during stress, that limbic brain, there's something called the amygdala and that's your emotional control center. And so under stress, like our body, there's these signals, and it can be thoughts, it can be some stress that's going on around us, but it can also be an emotion or a thought or a smell or whatever it is. It's a signal that gets dumped, right, from our amygdala, that emotional control center, and then it sends out these signals to, like our adrenal glands, say, for instance. Um, Those adrenal glands then dump out cortisol, Cortisol is that stress, you know, hormone You've that you immediately moved into
0: the primitive brain, right? And it
1: throws you into that fight or flight, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then from there, I mean, it's so interesting. Cortisol has so many effects. Cortisol can um, wreak havoc on our blood sugar, on our insulin, makes us store belly fat. It um, messes up our hormones. It can actually lower testosterone in men. It can make us accumulate bad estrogens in women. So it's that chronic stress too. Like there's the acute stress and then there are these chronic stress responses. So our body kind of is constantly in this, um,
0: what was that state. statistic, Amy, when you get into a full, uh, sympathetic, um, response and all the chemicals get dumped, mm-hmm. the IQ drops in half. half. Yeah. And depending on how extreme it is, if it's a full on, mm-hmm. it's, it's up to four hours. You're there for four hours. And then slowly as the chemicals get, I guess, integrated back into the body Mm -hmm. um, and removed out of the bloodstream that um, maybe we get our IQ back. But I mean, think Mm -hmm. in the workplace, how many people are under stress Mm -hmm. and how productive are we if we're just at work with half of our brain?
1: (laughs) It is is true though. We try to
0: get our whole brain... (laughs) work every day
1: we do we
0: we try we try
1: I know (laughs) think about and it's like (laughs) I was talking to patients earlier today and like that constant you wake up you have your kids or you know, you're you're immediately off and running. You go to work, and there's constant stress. You don't have any margins. You can't. You eat at your desk working. You go home. You run to kid activities. You come home. You finish maybe looking at emails. You. It's crazy what right. we're expecting our brain yeah. to do. So <laughs> now that we
0: now that we've given them um, a good sense on the complexities of the brain, mm-hmm. right? How are we gonna help them? And I know we wanna talk a little bit about our pillars, the mm-hmm. breathe, eat, move, sleep mm-hmm. pillars. So um, I know on the breathe pillar, we talk a lot about daily relaxation. And so of course we offer this uh, to your point about, from a community standpoint, we want to educate the world, right? Wouldn't it be great? Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously we have um, our patients that we're near and dear to so you know we tell them as well to find relaxation physically mentally emotionally now we do coaching with our patients right so we actually integrate this into their Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. and work with them one-on-one to to the point to where they become that master on how to do that Um, but we we need to find a way to do that at least two minutes every day right that's the key um, when we do it every day, it becomes a part of our nature, and that's what we need. Out of the gate, it's going to be like, okay, that didn't work. That's day one. Day two, okay, I don't know, maybe a little bit. But, you know, after a couple weeks, it's like, mm-hmm. wow, you actually relaxed today. Okay, good. Well, then just keep doing it, right? You send those, um, cis-
1: those signals, like those physical signals yeah, and those chemical yeah. signals yep. um, to balance out all that cortisol and that stress. And
0: so, and if you think about physical relaxation, that's the first thing the body's kind of looking at. Are you tense, Eric? If you are, it's not going to move from the sympathetic into parasympathetic, right? That's Mm -hmm. the first stage. So Mm -hmm. relax physically. Then, then we get into the, um, the mental piece. And that's where, you know, am I just, our brains are circular thinkers, right? So we spin up things. They say, I think it was 3,300 thoughts uh, an hour. That's a lot. And if you don't know how to manage Mm -hmm. your thoughts, at the end of the day, you've just got an accumulation of thoughts. It's too much for anybody, right? So we got to exit our thoughts, our circular thinking's, okay, I don't have to worry about you. Mm
1: -hmm. But if we
0: hang on to some of these, the next thing you know, we're back into your Example, right? Then the emotions hit,
1: mm-hmm. and then the uh,
0: and then next thing you know, we're in sympathetic response. So that's where you. It's so important to relax physically, mentally, and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, how about that's the eat? You are our eat expert at the house for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Food is medicine. Food feeds your brain. I think one of the biggest things, um, and I I notice it if I skip a meal or if I eat something higher carb, my sugar crashes. Sometimes if I don't realize it, like I think why do I feel like anxious right now? Or why do I feel nervous? And it's just these blood sugar fluctuations. And that's probably one of the biggest things that you can do for your brain is balance your blood sugar for your memory, for your focus. And even you know, high blood sugar Puts you at risk. Even people that have just a borderline high blood sugar long term have higher risk of dementia. So we do really need to pay attention and more complex carbs over simple carbs, which, you know, more whole foods, things that are more in their whole form. The more processed something is, and obviously regular sugar is something. You mean that's the going to Twinkie out of the package?
0: <laughs> is that processed? Uh,
1: the shelf life of how many years? Seven years, yeah. maybe. Um, So paying attention to our macros that we talk about, protein, carbs, and fat, and then paying attention to our micros, like our nutrients. Because, again, if you think about, like, even mood chemicals, um, serotonin, dopamine, it is so complex, and you have to have amino acids, such as tryptophan, we'd always think about. Oh, there's um, Thanksgiving. Turkey has, yeah, tryptophan. Um, It's it's an amino acid we actually cannot make on our own. We have to take it in through food. There are other things that help tryptophan. I think it's like nuts and seeds and some of the greens, eggs, spinach, dark leafy greens, um, walnuts, turkey, salmon, poultry. Um, So all of those help our, they give us tryptophan, and then we use tryptophan to make serotonin. Um, We also need things like B vitamins, magnesium, zinc. All of these D that help us, they're called cofactors or they're sometimes they help you make enzymes that help you make serotonin and dopamine. And so that's why food is so important. And I love that science behind it all. And that's our food plan is really based on whole foods, a lot of vegetables and fruits and nuts and seeds and good fats and good carbs and good protein.
0: I love how you've done such a great job um, as we were developing, you know, kind of our curriculum, our pillars, Breathe, Mm -hmm. Eat, Move, Sleep curriculum for our patients, and that that eat pillar that you get into such detail with the macro and the micronutrients. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we have some really good resources that we use as well. But to get our patients to the point where they truly are a a mini scientist for how food is medicine. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you can see it when you actually start to study it at that level. Mm -hmm. So you've done such Mm -hmm. a great job on that. I know that the move, I think most of us, uh, if any of us, and I know we have run, I don't know, what, 20 mini marathons, three marathons. We, uh, back in the day, were mm-hmm. pushing these kids around, <laughs> Muncie, <laughs> all over strolls. the place, right? Yeah. I mean, training mm-hmm. for that stuff. And you do get, there's some chemicals that get dumped in, in the body when you are mm-hmm. exercising at that mm-hmm. level, mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm surprised that I don't run anymore but my body physically—it's
1: a little rough on your body. There's other ways you can get it besides running. You know, no, just no, no. the I, movement I, I, and I exercise. I feel like I'm and...
0: healthy with my yoga and mm-hmm. getting some cardio in and, and some lightweights.
1: And we know what—14, the whole 14 minutes <clears> of target heart rate—is really the key. And exercise increases something called BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Ooh. It's a big word, um, but that That's is something that helps with your brain cell growth. And um, exercise also like thickens hippocampus which is your memory center in your brain so really important um, very important and it balances out mood and like you mentioned those endorphins and um, yeah so lots of and I think there's
0: just so that everybody knows we do push daily exercise that is going to be better than saying hey I'm gonna hit the gym once a week for a long period of time that's Mm -hmm. it is better to do at least that 15 Mm minutes, 14 minutes a day, every day. And Mm -hmm. it just helps with the uh, metabolism. It helps with so many different things and complexities there. um, How about sleep? Who likes sleep sleep more, me or you?
1: I like it. It's been more of a challenge for me lately, which is so frustrating. I've always been the best sleeper. And again, I think that it shows how complex sleep is because it could be, you know, I had that shoulder surgery and then, wasn't sleeping good with that and then the pandemic hit and that's stress and then i went through menopause so that's hormones so it's been um, a a triple whammy and so sleep it's so important because sleep deprivation can mimic a state that is like depression or anxiety they've Mm. shown where people um once you get your sleep restored actually all those symptoms go away so it can make you feel depressed it can make you feel anxious um Sleep. They they talk about kind of being a time for house cleaning in our brain. I love this. Isn't this, this is interesting? so
0: fascinating? It's
1: something called the glymphatic system. I thought that was fascinating, but it's basically kind of a waste clearance time. So when we sleep, we clear out waste from our central nervous system, and so those toxic byproducts that we might you know have built up in our brain through the day, it helps us uh, remove all that. And so sleep is so important. So when we're sleeping, our brain is working to do a cleanup.
0: So, and Um, I think, I mean, and you shared this with me. So every mm -hmm. time we make energy in the body, there's a waste, Mm -hmm. right? So right now, us even having the conversation, right? Energy, there's waste, and it's sitting there. And there was something about, I forget the cells, but they expand it. So the the synovial fluid, um, when we sleep, Mm -hmm. exchanges. So all this waste up here gets flushed out. And then new fluid comes up, and then those cells expand to lock that up there. And if we don't get a trigger that says, hey, it's time to Mm. remove the waste, Mm -hmm. I guess we go through another day with more waste
1: (laughs) up here. Well, I mean, think about it. Even oxidative stress that occurs in our body in general, right? Uh, Yeah. It's kind of like rust on the pipes, right, of a car or something. We have to clean it out every once in a while, and that's what antioxidants do, and that's why we talk like even food and all these different things are so important um, and supplements and the proper diet and all that for sleep. So it's probably Um, not
0: healthy to wear um, a badge that says, hey, I don't need a lot of hours of sleep. It's probably, in the long run, not good for the body.
1: Well, sleep contributes to memory function by converting our short-term memories into long-term memories, as well as racing or just forgetting unneeded information that otherwise kind of clutters the nervous system. It's so complex. And then when you get enough sleep, that amygdala that we are talking about, right, that emotional control center can respond in a more adaptive way. Um, if you're sleep-deprived, you might. more likely to overreact right or just not think i mean we always are like just sleep on it and isn't it true how many times like you can things can be such a big deal and you just sleep on it and then the next day you are kind of clearer minded and you can just make a more conscious um, decision about something or make more conscious plans so it's pretty amazing
0: Well, I think we definitely are excited to share this. I mean, the brain is Mm -hmm. such a big part of all of our lives. And to respect uh, how it operates, I think, is important. Mm -hmm. And then how you can participate in an optimal brain. Mm -hmm. So hopefully this was helpful uh, to everyone. Uh, Anything else? that?
1: I think it's just, again, being, I think, taking time. Think about those four pillars so that you can be still. Be conscious. Um, make some good decisions about your eating and your movement and work towards good sleep.
0: I love it. Well, hey, we are mm-hmm. grateful for the opportunity to share these podcasts mm-hmm. with you guys. Um, always, um, if you can, like us, subscribe to us. Um, we are here. If you got any uh, other topics you want, throw a note at us. Uh, we're grateful to provide them. We're wishing you guys a wonderful day.